Welcome to Victory Church of His Presence Sermon of the Week. Enjoy this new message from Pastor Brian Gibbs. I want to speak to you, and I'm, I may have to modify this message. I'm not really sure. But I want to speak to you for the next few mo- moments about using your authority. Using your authority. We know the scripture, but we don't know the scripture. We know the scripture, but we don't know the scripture. Matthew 16, 18 and 19, Jesus said, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. I will give you his church, the keys of the kingdom of heaven, whatever you bind, forbid in the earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose or you permit on earth, it will be loosed in heaven. Now, we've spoken hard and long about this, so I'm not going to belabor the point, except that there has been there has been delegated authority by Jesus Christ himself to his church, his ecclesia, to forbid evil in the earth realm to bind it up, but also loose forth the power of his will to be accomplished. It's a big deal. Several weeks ago, I I think I might, sometimes I get in the wheels of these things, but I might have mentioned a story by Kenneth Hagin. Kenneth Hagin wrote a book many, many, many years ago called The Authority of the Believer. It's a powerful book. It's a very small book. I encourage you, if you've never read it, I encourage you to get the book. It's powerful. Read it. The Authority of the Believer. And quickly, in the, in just within the first few chapters of the book, he shares an experience of being before the throne of God. He's taken into an encounter with the Lord, and he's there worshiping before the Lord, and the Lord is, begins to speak to him. And while, while the Lord is speaking to him, This demon spirit, nagging, tormenting spirit comes seemingly from the side and begins to speak over the top of the Lord's voice to Kenneth. And it's really bothering Kenneth in the experience. And he's thinking, Lord, when are you going to deal with this? And the Lord just keeps speaking to him and looking right at Kenneth. He's, and he's thinking, Lord, when are, when are you going to deal with this? This is so aggravating. This, this thing is tormenting me. It's, it, it, and, and the more that he kept talking, the more frustrated he was. And the Lord, his face, his lovingly face, the love in his face did not change. His expression did not change towards Kenneth. And he just continued to lovingly speak to him and speak to him. And he was like, wow. And finally, he just turned and he rebuked that demon in the name of Jesus and told it to flee and instantly it fled and the Lord stopped speaking and he looked at him Kenneth looked at him he's like ah I was waiting for you to do that Kenneth (laughs) and out of that experience with the Lord came a revelation a mentor in our lives taught us you're only one revelation away from a breakthrough. Say that. You're only one revelation away from a breakthrough. Say it again. You're only one revelation away from a breakthrough. That day was a breakthrough in Kenneth Hagin's life, which was a launching pad to revelation, to writing the authority of the believer. Because the Lord has delegated his authority to his church, to his bride, I want you to look at several verses, and I, I think I'm going to mosey through a lot of these scriptures, so put them in your notes. Beyond seeing them behind me, I want you to put them in your notes, okay? Luke chapter 10 and verse 19, these are the words of Jesus. These are probably one of the, this is probably one of the most powerful scriptures in the entire Bible. These are the words of Jesus. Behold, I give you authority to trample on serpents and scorpions. What is that? That is the nature and that is the character of devils and our enemy. I give you power 
to trample, or I give you authority to trample over serpents and scorpions, over all the power of the enemy. Now, lest you hurdle that word quickly, I read a very important word, and it only has three letters in it. It's all. Over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. These are not Brian's words. These are Jesus' words. I give you authority to trample. Now, this word trample, the word trample is a very aggressive word. It's a very powerful word, and it means to tread upon. It means to crush. It means to destroy. If you, if you remember the, the first the first. Uh, prophetic word about Jesus coming forth we find in the book of Genesis chapter 3 and verse 15 concerning that he says speaking of the enemy that he will bruise your heel but speaking of Jesus his messianic prophecy was that he would crush the head of the enemy he said he will bruise your heel but you shall crush the head of of the enemy. That's this word trample. It's aggressive. It's powerful. You're going to crush and you're going to destroy the works of the devil. Notice Jesus' words. I give you authority to trample. You can't be backwards. You cannot be backwards about spiritual warfare. You can't run away from it. You can't be one of these believers that, well, I, I don't want to stir up the devil. I hope I stay invisible to the devil so that he won't mess with me. Listen, I'm, I'm telling you right now, he is messing with you. You're not going to escape it, but you have to use your authority. You, 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 and you can't, you can't just... Um, Come into agreement and say that you have authority, like Cody's doing right now, and he's doing the right thing. His head's just like, he's a bobblehead right now. Bing, 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 bing. Yep. He knows he has authority. But it's not enough for us to know we have authority. We have to use our authority. You have to use your authority. You have to speak and decree your authority over all the works of the devil. And nothing by any means shall hurt you. Matthew 10, verse 1. Matthew 10, verse 1. I'm sure these, yep, yep, we're going to move. Here we go. When he called the 12 disciples to him, he gave them power. He gave them power. Don't miss it. He gave them power over unclean spirits to cast them out. To heal all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease. Wow. Mark chapter 16. Mark 16. Very familiar passage. Jesus appears to his disciples here after he has risen from the dead. And these words that I'm about to read to you, they're, they're the basic foundations for the, for the work of the New Testament church. Okay? For the, just the basics, the very release, the commission of the New Testament church where Jesus would give delegated authority to carry out his work. you got to hear this. He would give delegated authority to represent him in the earth realm to do his work. Delegated authority. And beginning in verse, 10, verse 15, he said, go into all the world. And preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized, he will be saved. But he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe in my name. Remember, this is Jesus speaking. He wants you to use your authority. He's saying, use my name. Use my name. Don't think my name. Say my name. Use my name. Use the authority of my name. No other name will do it. He says, in my name, you will cast out demons. You'll speak in new tongues. You will take up serpents. What is that, what is that saying to us? It means you're going to deal with the devil. 
When he says you're going to take up serpents, he's saying you're going to stand your ground and you're going to deal with the devil. You're not going to give him any place. You're not going to give him any territory. You're going to deal with him. How are you going to deal with him? You're going to use your authority. And if you drink any deadly thing, it shall by no means hurt you. And you will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Now, this is delegated authority from Jesus. What are we doing when we do this? We are representing his ultimate victory and triumph over the enemy in the earth realm when we do these things. We know the Apostle John. He wrote in 1 John chapter 3 and verse 8. The Apostle John wrote, it, is, it was for this very purpose that the Son of God was made manifest that he might destroy the works of the devil. Wow. Listen. You cannot allow any theology, thought, or teaching to take hold of your heart and mind that doesn't hold fast to the total victory that Jesus has won over the devil. Because he's sneaky. He's a conniver. He's very sinister. And he'll use pitiful religion. To sneak in so, so that you don't think you have authority over him. And that you're on the defensive. You're not on the defensive. You're actually on the offensive. You're carrying the authority. You have to use it. The Apostle Paul. Romans 8 chapter 11. He says, if, he says but if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you who raised Christ from the dead. He will also give life to your immortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. Now, wow, this changes everything. We've read this. We've quoted it. But we haven't begun to fathom the depths of the power that is within us. The same spirit that raised Christ from the dead lives and dwells within us. Wow. I mean, can you hear it for the first time? Wow. When I was a kid, we, we had things called scratch and sniff stickers. Anybody remember those? I used to love those things. My cousin Kurt and I, we used to go down to this little drugstore on the corner, down the, just right down the street from my grandfather and grandmother's house. And we'd get these little candies, we'd get these little snacks, and we'd get these scratch and sniff stickers. And you could buy the, snick, the stickers. I almost said Snickers. <laughs> it's our dog's name. <laughs> Take the sticker, and, and you know what they are. You could scratch them, and there'd be a picture of a grape or a picture of a strawberry. And once you scratch it, the scent of the strawberry would come. Well, you could smell the scent of it, but you weren't really carrying and holding a strawberry or a grape. A lot of times it's, it's like that in Scripture. It's like, it's like we seem to scratch it and we get a good scent of it, but yet we're actually missing the revelation or the substance. The substance, the substance, the weight, the power, the power, the, the revelation of what He is saying to us. This same Spirit lives and dwells within you. And if it does, if it truly does, doesn't this change everything about our perspective, about living in 2021? Whatever is to come out of the gates, you'll be ready for it. Jesus did not leave us here without any authority or power to deal with the enemy. You must use your authority. You must use your authority over the enemy. You must use your authority over the enemy. Listen, I, I, I know people will hear a message and by the time they wake up tomorrow morning, what did Brian preach on last night? It's like a purple haze, you know. Where, where, where did it go? I want you to grab a hold of this tonight. If you hear anything, use your authority that Jesus gave you over the devil. My dad, 
I think I said this on the torch this week. I know many of you listened to it. But my dad said that, you know, bullies, bullies hype and they, they've got a big talk. They make all kinds of threats. How many of you know that? Now, I'm, not in, I'm not just talking about natural, but bullies, right? They will, they'll make lots of threats. They've got a big mouth. My dad said they'll make lots of threats until you punch them right in the mouth. That was my dad's way of saying, son, use your authority. <laughs> it was. While Goliath was filling the air with all kinds of curses, while he was filling the air with intimidations, while he was filling the air with blasphemy, what was David doing? David was quietly and confidently gathering his stones and getting ready. While the bully was talking, he was gathering his promises. He was gathering the word of the Lord. There's a lot of talk in the atmosphere right now. There's a whole lot of threats and curses in the atmospheres right now that are being heralded throughout our nation and the nations of the world and through the false prophets of the media spewing fear, demonic fear all over everyone. I encourage you tonight, continue to gather your stones. Gather the word of the Lord. Gather the promises of God. Gather your stones and deal with the devil. Don't you allow him to lie, steal from you, intimidate you, say any level of curse upon you. Don't you allow it. You speak and use your authority against him. Come on. You lay hold with confidence of the word of God. You lay hold of your inheritance of the word of God. You lay hold of all that Jesus was crucified for. You lay hold of all that his ascension did. When he, Paul writes it out in Colossians 2 that when Jesus ascended out of this first realm of the heavens in the second realms of the heavens, and we know the third heavens, when Paul talks about it, he says he was caught up into the level of the third heavens, which is the very throne of God. But when Jesus was ascending unto his Father, he was crucified, he was buried, and with the strong right arm of his Father, father he raised him from the dead and then he ascended and it says that while he was ascending in, in Colossians chapter 2 it says that he made an open spectacle in the heavenly realms of all principalities powers thrones he stripped them of their authority and power he made an open spectacle and mockery of them in his cross and his resurrection on the way to be seated at the right hand of the Father. Spiritual warfare is real. I've said this to you before. I want you to hear it again. I do not major in warfare. I major in victory. I major in victory. I do not ignore warfare. I see it for what it really is, but I fight the good fight of faith. Why? Because I already know Jesus has won full supremacy and he holds all authority. Your heart and mind have to be renewed. My Lord holds all authority. There's, a lot of, there, there's even a lot of believers in this hour. They're being duped to think that the world is in the grip of the devil. I'm telling you, this world belongs to the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Hallelujah! The only power the enemy can have is what he can steal and rob from you. He is a thief and a robber by nature. The only power he can have is if we give him agreement with his lies, agreement with his deceptions. If we come under a strong illusion or delusion, or if we have, or if we have ignorance of our inheritance, 
If you don't know what is yours, and I, and I've, and I know it's controversial, but I will tell you, there's, there's an enemy for the church that's far greater than the devil. It's actually the unrenewed mind. Because if you don't know what your inheritance is, you'll lose. But if you know what your inheritance is, and if you will take your God-given authority over the devil, you will put him back in his place. You will use your authority, and you will run him out of your life. You will run him out of your family. You will run him out of this city. You will run him out of this region. Are you here tonight? We've been given authority. Deal with the devil. Folks, the, the days are evil. Deal with the devil. Put it in your notes. Ephesians 4.27. Paul said, give the devil no place. Give the devil no place. Revelation chapter 3. It's going to be behind me. Put it in your notes. I, I feel fire all over me. Fire. To the angel of the church of Philadelphia, and I'm not talking about Pennsylvania. These things I say, these things says he who is holy, who is true. He who has the key of David. He who opens, no one shuts. And shuts, and no one opens. This is the Lord Jesus. He's reminding us in Revelation, I have all authority. I have the keys. To the kingdom. I have all authority. Right? Now, Isaiah 22, 22. This is, what, this is what Jesus is getting out of. And again, this is another messianic prophecy. It says, the key to the house of David I will lay on his shoulder. Who's that speaking of? It's talking about Jesus. This is a messianic prophecy. The key to the house of David I will lay on his shoulder. Who's he talking about? Jesus. And he shall open and no one shall shut. He shall shut and no one shall open. Now, this is, this is a profound prophetic thing. If you want to study this, look at the life of Shebna and the life of Eliakim. This is found in 2 Kings chapter 18. Put it in your notes. Read it in your devotions this week. 2 Kings chapter 8. It's about Shebna and Eliakim. This happened under the, king, the reign of King Hezekiah. If you want the historical context of how this came forth. But what it's actually saying to us, when you look at this prophetically, Shebna in the story represents someone who deals foolishly with handling their authority. Did you hear me? Someone who deals actually foolishly in their responsibility with their authority. So what happens is, is that Shebna is stripped from the keys of the house of David, and they're turned over to one who is faithful. His name is Eliakim. Now, you got to hear this tonight prophetically. You have to use the keys to the kingdom that Jesus has given you. You have to use your authority wisely. <laughs> How many of you saw that Indiana Jones movie? Where the, the, he finds the knight and he says, he chose poorly. Remember that? He chose wisely. Some of you remember that. We cannot handle the authority that Jesus has given us foolishly in this hour. Our lives depend on it. Our nation depends upon it. We cannot foolishly use our authority. Our lives depend on it. Our nation depends upon it. Matthew 28 is going to be behind me. Matthew 28 and verse 18, Jesus came and he spoke to them. He said, all authority has been given to me in heaven and in earth. Let your mind be renewed to this right here. All authority has been given to me in heaven and earth. Go, therefore, make disciples of all nations. Make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I've commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even, even to the end of the age. Amen. Somebody shout amen. amen. 
All authority. Jesus holds all authority, ladies and gentlemen. You've got to see this. Now, there is, a, there is a warfare that is happening in the spirit realm that is beyond anything we, we can even fathom right now. But there's also a warfare in the natural realm that we have to engage in in this hour if we are going to save the United States of America. It's worth saving. The Lord is warring to save this country right now. And that's why the eyes of the Lord are roaming to and fro throughout the whole earth to enlist right now men of God, women of God, to cooperate with His Spirit and to engage in the warfare that's just ahead right now. I've said to you before and I want to say it again. We do not make excuses here to avoid battles. We don't make excuses. The Holy Spirit is summonsing the ecclesia, the Lord himself, the commander, the commander of the armies of heaven is summonsing the church into the greatest level of warfare to bring his victory in the earth realm. You're enlisted. I'm enlisted. I'm not making excuses right now to get out of battles. I'm not looking for ways to hide myself out so that I don't have to go and pay the price that God is demanding of us, that God is demanding of us of this, in this hour. Proverbs chapter 21, verse 22. Proverbs 21, verse 22 in the Passion Translation. It says, Passion Translation, hear this, a warrior filled with wisdom. A warrior filled with wisdom ascends into the high place and releases regional breakthrough, bringing down the strongholds of the mighty. Boy, don't you love that picture? A warrior filled with wisdom, he ascends into the high place and releases regional breakthrough. Listen, when we were in prayer and those, just those winds of God, those waves of his heart, we're coming upon us an intercession in this place as we began to pray over the nations. What were, what were we doing? We were ascending into the high places and releasing the will of God over the nations, over Iran, over Assyria, over Iraq, over Libya, over Egypt. What were we doing? We were ascending into the high places, releasing his will to be done. It's where God is calling us. A wise warrior will only go to war to take out the wicked. A wise warrior will only, only go to war to take out the wicked and establish peace. That's got to be our goal. My goal is not to be just called into a fight. My goal is to establish peace. Second Corinthians 10, we know the scripture. I want to give it to you again. Put it in your notes. The weapons of our warfare, they're not carnal. They're mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Casting down arguments in every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. We have weapons. We have weapons. We have authority. We have the keys to the kingdom. We have the name of Jesus. We have weapons of warfare that are so powerful to demolish the strongholds of the enemy. And we literally have the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead within us. Inside of us is more power than all of the armies on the earth combined. Will we learn to exercise our authority? Will we learn to use the power of the name of Jesus? We must. We must. We must. God is asking all of us to be courageous. He's asking every one of us to be noble in this hour. God is requiring, here's a phrase that we're very familiar with, we the people. God is expecting we the people to protect, 
to preserve, to defend this nation. It is your calling. It is your calling as an American citizen. I'm dialing it down now away from the nations to home. This is our responsibility. And it's our responsibility to inquire the Lord and say, God, I ask of you, how do you desire to use my life? How do you desire to use my life to loose your authority to turn and point my generation to your face? Turn and point my nation to your will. Now, I want to look at a scripture in Isaiah 9. I want to focus now for the next few moments, and I'm, I'm just about done, on exercising our authority from the place of peace. Peace is a person. Say it. Peace is a person. Jesus said, I, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. I am the door. I am the light of the world. Peace. He is the Prince of Peace. He will forever be the Prince of Peace. 10,000 years from now, you're all going to be very much alive. You're going to be in the new kingdom come. You're going to see me there. I'm going to see you there. 10,000, 20,000, 50,000 years from now, you're going to be very much alive. You know why? Because you can't die. You are a spirit. You are a spirit. You cannot die. You will live eternally because you were made in the very image of God. You will live eternally. You will live eternally in the kingdom come. But Jesus will forever be called Prince of Peace. You will see him in eternity and say, Prince of Peace. Prince of Peace. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Now, Mark chapter 4, the Prince of Peace. Go there, Mark chapter 4. It's going to be behind me. Put it in your notes. The Prince of Peace steps out of eternity into time. He gives a commission, and on that same day, verse 35, when any evening had come, he said to them, go and cross over to the other side. He's talking about crossing over the Sea of Galilee. And now when they had left the multitude, they took with him, along with him the boat as he, uh, in the boat, let me read this right. They took him along in the boat. Thank you, Lord. They took him along in the boat as he was. And the other boats were also with him. And a great windstorm arose and waves beat into the boat. And so that it was already filling. But he was in the stern. This is wild. Asleep on a pillow. He had to have bought that pillow from the pillow guy. <laughs> I was reading that today, and, and I thought, that pillow guy, he's clocked in some mileage. You got to love the pillow guy, Mike, right? You got to love that guy. What an incredible patriot. I'm like, what kind of a stinking pillow is that? Holy smokes. What is up? He's asleep, and I just love the detail. On a pillow? And they awoke him, and they said, teacher, do you not care that we're perishing? He then arose, he rebuked the wind and the sea, peace be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. But then he said to them, uh, uh, why, why were you fearful? <laughs> Man, if I would have been in that boat, holy smokes. I, Jesus, you're awesome. How is it you have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said to one another, who can this be that even the wind and the sea obey him? My God. My God. We're in an outer band of a storm. The big outer band came last year. The Cat 5 is coming. The Cat 5 is really coming. How will it all look? How will it unfold? How will it manifest? None of us know. Listen, when I say this, I'm not a catastrophist. I'm not here feeding fear. I'm telling you, we know. We know. It's coming. Yet Jesus was asleep. When they wake him, don't you care? Of course the Lord cares. He rebukes the sea, or tells the sea to lay down, rebukes the wind, turns to them, where's your faith? Where's your faith? 
We've read this so many times, but you've got to apply it right now in 2021. Where's your faith? Now, we don't do that to be, we don't, let the Lord say that to you. Well, I'm not here to just be, you know, or to have anyone else be condescending like that. Man, I'm, I'm really in a struggle in these times. Brother, where's your faith? You know how we get. You know how, we, where's your faith, brother? No, we need to be encouraging one another. Where's your faith? Where's your faith? I've said this before. Jesus was able to release power over the storm because he did not have a storm raging within him. And this is the revelation. This is the revelation. He is the Prince of Peace. We can have peace within in the midst of this storm because the glory of the Lord is going to arise upon us. And the glory of the Lord shall be seen upon us. The glory of God looks like the peace of God upon you. The glory of God always has to look like something. We know this. We understand this. The glory of God has to look like something. It looks like peace when everyone's in chaos and running in fear. You have a peace that surpasses all realms of natural understanding. You have an abiding of the peace of God within you. Why? Because the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead is living and brewing and living within you. And he's saying, use your authority. Use your authority. Use your authority. Not just for you. Use your authority in everyone in your sphere. When people start speaking fear, use your authority. When people around you in your sphere start speaking chaos, use your authority. Speak the good word. Speak the word of the Lord. Lead and turn the conversation to Christ himself who's burning with eyes of fire. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to throw these notes all over, but I did that last week. And I'm going to close with this story. This is a unique story. I want you to go to 1 Kings chapter 19. Faith and peace only come by spending quality time with the Lord. You've got to spend time with the Lord. Faith and peace come from spending time with the Lord. Well, brother, faith comes by hearing. Yes, I know. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That comes by being with the Lord. Being with the Lord. Let Jesus speak to you. Open this word with the Holy Spirit and let him teach you. Amen? Please say amen. amen. We can be led by the voice of God in this hour. I can be led by the voice of God in this hour. Say it. I can be led by the voice of God in this hour. 1 Kings 19 verse 11. And then he said, this, this is the Lord speaking, go out and stand on the mountain. He's speaking to Elijah. Go out on the mountain before the Lord, and behold, the Lord will pass by. And a great and strong wind tore into the mountains. Please, please yoke into this scripture right now with, it, with your heart. Don't just read it. The Lord's going to pass by, and a great and strong wind tore into the mountains and broke the rocks into pieces before the Lord, but the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake. But the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after an earthquake, a fire. But the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a still small voice. And so it was when Elijah heard it. He wrapped his face in his mantle and went out and stood at the entrance of the cave Suddenly a voice came to him and said, what are you doing here, Elijah? Wow. Here's the point I want to make. And if you've ever done study, or maybe you haven't, but if you've ever done study concerning where Elijah ran to, 
Most theologians believe that this cave was the very place where Moses was in Mount Sinai when he received, when he was there 40 days and 40 nights with the Lord and received the Ten Commandments. So powerful. Here's my point tonight with this. I know this is a different scripture to pull from. We have to hear the still small voice. And we have to be voice activated. We have to be voice activated. Why is this important? Fireworks went off. This is an expression we know and we understand in our time. Elijah saw fireworks. Elijah saw mega things, the breaking opens of rocks, the earth quaking, the fire, the whirlwinds, the tornadoes, like a cat five. The Lord wasn't in all of that. He was in the still small voice. I don't know. I don't know what we will face in the coming months, perhaps coming years, what we're going to face. I don't believe anything is going back to normal. I believe everything has changed and we have crossed a threshold now where we talked about last week, where we are moving into the final press, the racing to the end of the age. I believe with all my heart, that's where we're going. And above all, I believe King Jesus is coming for us very soon, very soon. I'm speaking to you tonight about hearing the voice of God I'm speaking to you tonight about using your authority over the works of the enemy, over the works of the devil. It is time to get our house in order. Whatever that means to you, however the Holy Spirit needs to use us, it's time to get our houses in order. It's time to be prepared. I'm going to close with this scripture tonight. I've modified this message so much. There's so many things that I wish I could have shared. But I'm overjoyed with what God's been doing in here. 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 7. This is where I want to end. But the end of all things is at hand. Therefore, be serious and watchful in your prayers. Is that behind me? Look at it. But the end of all things is at hand. Therefore, be serious and watchful in your prayers. I'm going to go back to the front of this train. Jesus has not left us here powerless and with no authority. He has given us all authority and power over the enemy. I believe in these last days, there will be a church in the earth that is so powerful, so burning, so moving in authority over the works of the devil. It's going to be extraordinary stuff. I believe the greatest signs and wonders and miracles that we've ever beheld through and in the church is going to be made manifest. We're going to be right in the middle of it. God has already written every one of us into this story. It is our destiny. It is our destiny. We will not miss it. It will require, it will require us moving in authority over the works of the devil. So may it become a revelation. Use your authority. Use your authority. You're not going to remember a whole lot. Use your authority. Did you get this tonight? Did you get this tonight? Father. Father.
we have cried out for your glory tonight. And that's what you desire. Show us your glory. Show us your glory. That's what we cried out for. Show us your glory. Come. I'm not nervous about silence. It doesn't make me nervous one bit. Thank you, Lord. Father, may revelation, the spirit of revelation, the spirit of revelation come upon us to know what our inheritance is, to believe your word, to believe your word, to believe our inheritance has been given in full authority and power over the works of the devil. I pray, Lord, tonight that your presence increases, the power of the Holy Spirit increases upon every son and daughter of this house, that we use our authority. Use our authority that you've given us. Use your name. Use your name. Whatever you're facing, in your life, whatever you're facing in your body, whatever contradiction you're facing in your home, whatever contradiction you're facing in your body, whatever contradiction you're facing in your finances, whatever attack is coming against you, rise up, man of God. Rise up, man of God. Rise up, woman of God. Use your authority over the enemy drive him out give him no place in Jesus name Lord thank you you've given us power real power may we exercise it may we not just believe it may we use the authority of your name your power God your power be made manifest through your sons and daughters. Hallelujah. Can you stand with me tonight? Let's lift our hands to the Lord and let's thank Him that we are part of the church that Jesus Christ is building, that the gates of hell are not going to prevail against. That whatever we forbid, it will be forbidden. Whatever we loose, whenever we take the keys of the kingdom and we loose it into the earth realm, it shall be so. What we pray, what we declare, what we sing, what we pray, what we declare, it shall be so. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you for victory, Lord. Thank you for victory. Thank you for triumph. Lord, tonight I glory in your cross. I glory in your blood. I glory... Lord, in your burial and your resurrection, I glory in your ascension. I glory in you stripping the enemy and making an open spectacle of him and all of his minions taking their authority. And Father, I thank you. I glory in the fact you have made us sons and daughters, heirs, 
heirs with Christ Jesus. And you have given all authority and power to us to rule and reign in the earth. I bless you tonight in the name of Jesus. You will not be ruled by fear. I bless you. You will not be intimidated. I bless you. No curse will land upon you. I bless you to stand in your inheritance. I bless you to gather your stones of promises. I bless you to take the word of the Lord and speak it from your mouth and declare the victory of the Lord. I bless you. I bless you, victory, in the name of Jesus. Be powerful. You are anointed. You are anointed. You are set apart. You are holy unto the Lord. You hold authority. You hold authority. This is the time to receive. This is the time to receive. You should be receiving right now. I'm praying for you. You don't have to pray right now. This is the time to receive. This is the time to receive. Receive right now. Receive right now. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I bless you in Jesus' name. Walk in your authority. Use your authority. Hallelujah. 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 Tonight, if you're in this place, you're surrounded by a lot of amazing people. If you're in this place and you've never given your life to Jesus Christ, tonight is that night. Tonight is that night. If you've never given your life to Jesus, tonight is the night to give your life to Him. He loves you. He loves you. He gave His life for you. Tonight, if that's you, you would say, Brian, I want to give my life to the Lord. I want to make Jesus my Lord tonight. Just lift your hand high. I want to pray with you. I don't want to miss you tonight. If you're in this room, I don't want to miss you tonight. Okay, good. Good. Okay. All right. What I'd like to do now is just we transition. I want to open these altars. I want us to just find a place with the Lord. The beauty of the Lord is here. The power of the Lord is here. Let's press in. Let's seek Him. Let's continue to encounter Him tonight. There's more. There's more. And perhaps you need to just sit where you've been. Maybe you don't need to be up here. Maybe you just need to get down in your chair tonight, down between those rows, and just get along with God. There's a lot being imparted tonight. I mean, there's a lot being imparted tonight. My goodness. So I bless you tonight. Spend time with the Lord. Be with the Lord. Enjoy Him. I love you. I love you. I bless you. Good night. Thank you for listening to Victory Church of His Presence Sermon of the Week. For more information, go to our website at victoryfla.com or download the Victory FLA app.